This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 143. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. If you want some help setting up your marketing, specifically installing the tools and a system that continually brings in extra listings and sales, we're now accepting private clients. And if we make the decision to work together, you'll be getting proven ideas, an abundance of resources, and some bankable accountability. If you head over to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private, you'll find a short letter where I share more about the kind of agents we're looking to work with in our private client group. So if you think we might be a fit, I've included a short form so I can learn a bit more about your business and we can set up a time to talk personally. Once again, that's topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Last year, Harcourts, the NZ Australian-based real estate group, auctioned 1,200 properties in California. Their clearance rate at auction was 92%. Days on market for their auctions averaged 35 against an industry average of 120. The funny thing about selling by auction in a new market, and this is my personal observation, is that the only negative reaction comes from agents. And that's okay, everyone is entitled to an opinion, and we can all understand the threat of the unknown. But if you dig a little deeper, you'll find the most critical agents wouldn't know a real estate auction from a hole in the ground, or they're stuck in the Vietnam War era where they think auctions are the last resort for a distressed sales situation. Now, I have no issue with spirited discussion and informed debate, but, and this blows my mind, most of the auction haters have never actually been involved in an auction campaign. It's a bit like saying you don't like Indian food, but you've never tried it, or saying you don't like a band, but you've never heard their songs. Let me qualify my opinion and support for the power of auction by saying that not all properties and their owners are suited to auction. Selling by auction is not a blanket fix. It's an alternative selling method to be considered in certain and very specific situations. Auction success happens when the time and circumstances are right. This is not a magic elixir for selling or real estate. It's a powerful marketing tool you bring out when it's applicable. A couple of months ago, highly successful Melbourne auctioneer, real estate agent and father of five, Glenn Cotino, packed up and moved to join the team at Harcourt's number one and founding California office in Beverly Hills. And yet, his office zip code is 90210. Not everyone makes the decision to buy a one-way plane ride to another country. It takes courage and it takes a cause. And those of you who know Glenn also know he has both. On the long plane flight from Melbourne to LA, Glenn wrote a letter to his kids called Flick the Switch. It's moving and inspiring, and Glenn has given me his permission to run the audio at the end of this interview, so listen out for that. It's powerful and impressive. You'll find the video where Glenn reads the letter in the show notes for this episode. Okay, all that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, 
online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R dot com. Well, Glenn Cotino, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm amazing. Really good. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Last time I spoke to you, you were in um, City of Love, Melbourne, um, oh, yep. and uh, you're now in California, USA. You're setting up in uh, in Beverly Hills, am I right? A Harcourt's yes, office? Yes. Yeah. Can you tell me, um, I think it was... I think it was like 18 months ago that, that you were on the show, so um, uh, I, I'm not sure. But it was a while back. But tell me, what on earth has happened between now and then? What's going on? Well, yeah, things changed very quickly. I ended up with, uh, I've got five children, uh, one daughter who's in real estate with me, and I was expecting yep. to get four boys in real estate as well. So I was going right. to Cortino and Sons. I thought I might have ended up like that and ended up with four boys who wanted to do music. Okay. Interesting. And, um, so, which I thought was going to be a joke, but anyway, it looks like the 10-year-old and 12-year-old ended up writing an album, a second album, and uh, decided they wanted to come and live in Beverly Hills in LA and become rock star. I thought, we'd well, just come and test it out for a little while. Right. And then I got a notification from all five children they were not going to come home. So, uh, I had a decision to make, which was to stay home by myself, find a new wife and family, or come with them. <laughs> okay. So, I came. Um. And then I ended up um, um, getting approached by Harcourts here in California, and Harcourts have a thousand offices worldwide. Yep. Um, and uh, forty offices here in America. Yep. And uh, I ended up buying into their Beverly Hills flagship office, which was, you know, something I probably wanted to do when I was twenty, but never got around to do. Crazy. So I bought the um, Beverly Hills Harcourts business. Got. Uh, Got some young, great partners with me, and um, we're away. Awesome, awesome. Glenn, tell me about um, your marketing property by auction. I know Harcourts have done a big auction push, and I mean, you know, and I know that uh, not every property and situation is suited to auction, but tell me a little bit how that's going and how the rollout's going, public awareness, stuff like that. Yeah, it's really good. Look, so, so basically here, uh, we've been, I've been here seven weeks, so not that long. Okay. Um, but in that seven-week period, we've grown from three salespeople. We've just employed our twenty-third, so we've got we picked up twenty salespeople in uh, in a six-week period. Okay, all experienced, all agents from other companies that have joined us. So yep. we're very fortunate to have grown the team so fast. Uh, so I can't keep up with that at the minute. We've got about eight properties listed. Uh, Harcourts last year did one thousand two hundred auctions in the state of California. Right. Uh, of which we sold 92% with a clearance rate, average days on market, 33 days. So wow. okay. really good here. And Harcourts are the only company that's doing them properly in in here. So um, okay. yeah, pushing the auction system. Some of the very big houses, 10 to $20 million, need a little bit, a bit more convincing. Yep. But uh, your, the majority of the houses that we're doing that are, you know, one to five million, they're very comfortable with the auction system. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, you'd be competing with those higher end company with those higher end uh, sales with companies like Concierge uh, that are a very different model. I think they have a 
Am I right saying they have a twelve percent buyer's premium or something when the buyer pay when the buyer buys? Correct. Yeah, I think it's pretty high, but also they also look for non-reserve options. Which, uh, if you're a vendor, I'm not sure if you're going to be too keen on that. No, no. Our, our options are traditional. They have reserves. Uh, the vendors have full control over what goes on. Uh, the best thing about the auction system here in the states, of course, is that once it's sold, it's sold. There's no way out. Yep. Under the traditional method, if you buy a house, you've got thirty days right up until the end of escrow to find a way out. Change okay. the price. Okay. You can't do that under the auction system. Two years. Harcourt spent nearly two years with lawyers and the board getting it right, and it's absolutely spot on now. Wow. Well, because I notice here that uh, that some of the auctions that are happening, well, here in Canada, they the buyers are buying, but they're buying subject to uh, to finance, which is kind of interesting. So um, yeah, I mean that's just an agency not knowing what they're doing. I mean we will not sell subject to anything. Yep. Defeats the purpose of going to auction. Yeah. Momentum and the hype, and you sell it, and they pull out a week later. It's because you, as the agent, haven't done your job. It has to so be un- unconditional, no contingency contract. So your buyer understands the rules at auction that they're signing un- signing unconditionally. So they need to go away and organise their finance before they turn up and bid. Yes. Yeah, so here uh, we make them do all the disclaimers, all the disclosures, uh, everything upfront, proof of funds before they're actually allowed to register and bid. Right. So if they're coming into a room to bid, then we know that they're qualified already. Okay, okay, interesting. We did, uh, we did 40 auctions the week before last in San Diego and uh, clearance rate was still 90%. So, it's, yep. you know, it's a, and a lot of people that have, you know, had their house in the market for seven, eight months come yeah. to us. Yeah, they're getting a result. Interesting. Now, tell me about the auction. Is it is it Melbourne style uh, at 11 o'clock in the garden or is it in no, a hotel room? No, it's room? in rooms. No, it's all in rooms. Oh, style, is it? I don't get the chance to start my stuff on the street here because uh, they don't do them on the street. And uh, we probably might later, but at the yeah. minute we're in rooms and we do 25, 30 auctions in a room. It's very, it's more Sydney style, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons it's hard to do it on the street here is it's so, I can't get to, from one house to another in 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. It's too I can get from the house in 20 minutes in LA traffic. It can be two hours before I get to the next house. So I understand. Yeah. You just need I'm more auctioneers. You buy me a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd work, or maybe something you could scoot along the coast. But um, yeah, yeah. if ever there was a climate made for outdoor auction, I mean, you and I from Melbourne, we know we know the troubles troubles yeah. there from May through September. Hello, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, California, beautiful sunshine, gorgeous, yeah, outdoors, yeah, weather's good, good for my suntan. I think yeah. that the um, the auction system can work out the front as long as. You know, the, I think the buyers will just need a little bit more education about that. But at the moment, yeah. it's working well in rooms. So I'm not here, you know, we'll just go with what works for the moment. Tell me about your marketing. Um, Harcourts are, have obviously built some pretty amazing, they've done some pretty amazing marketing. And I've had discussions yeah. with Rob Ford and I think yeah. Rob's back in Australia now, but yeah, the team there that, that got, up, got it up and going. Um, yeah. So it's consumer driven. Uh, there's obviously consumers going, hey, Harcourts, we see what you're doing. Can you come and auction our house? Is that kind of what's going on? Yeah, because they see the success rate of 90%. And the big the big factor for Harcourts here is that 33 days on market compared to an average days on market of five months. It's not like yeah. Melbourne where houses sell in four weeks. It's five, yeah. six months a year. Yeah. And Harcourts are averaging 33 days. So that's a big, that's a draw card for vendors coming to us and saying, we want it done. Yeah. It and the other reason I like it is that once the deal's done, there's no haggling after the sale. No. Like yeah, I love that. I love that. It's just uh, sure. it's just all about results. So when when you 
the traditional, just rewind to the traditional way of, mar- of marketing when somebody would go on the market at a price. The reason it was taking so long was because the price was sort of unrealistically high. Or well, that's right, because you're chasing them as a, as a fixed price, you're chasing the market down. So arguably, if you're quoting $2 million, you, you know, you're going to get offers of 1617 and you're chasing the buyers. Yeah. With, with the option system, if you're after $2 million, you're quoting bidding to start for one point five, for example. Open it up. They're chasing you. So yeah. it, it really becomes it totally reversed because the buyer chases you as the agent and you get all four buyers in a room and it's transparent. At the moment... Four offers, best offer forward in an envelope. You don't know what's going on as a buyer. It's not is, transparent. Is that what your competitors are doing in California? Because that's what's happening here in Toronto in, and in much of the east as far as so, I know. The buyers don't like it because it's lacking transparency. Yep, a complete lack of transparency, absolutely. So they can get in the room, they can see their competition and you know, generally we will break the reserve if that happens. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, the agent, it's great. It's done in four weeks. You're out, on to the next. So... Um, you, like here in Canada, you've got a situation where you've got buyers representing, um, representing. Uh, you've got agents representing buyers. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, how how much of a struggle are you having to educate your buying agents around? No, well, look, they still get they still get a full commission. So, if yep. you're um, um, you know, if you're selling and um, there's a two and a half percent normally fee up for the buying agent. Yep. So, you know, they'll be there. They come to the auctions. We've got, as you know, we've got um, a really good office in Canada and they do auctions as well. Yep. And, um, you know, they, they've had a great success in Canada with their auctions and other agents come and bid at the auctions. Yeah. And their yeah. role is to get the most amount of money out of the buyer, otherwise they don't get paid. Yeah, yeah, it's That's exciting. For them too. Yeah, yeah, it's really uh, cool. Here in, um, here in California, Ben Brady and uh, Callista, they head up the auction business. They do most of the auctions here. And, you know, they set it up, they pioneered it. It's been going for a long time now. And look, with cases, Harcourts are doing 1,200 auctions a year. It must be working. Yeah, absolutely. Have you made any inroads into um, vendor paid marketing? Yes, we have. We are starting to get that from clients. And I think that it's not really an education process for the vendor. It's more for the agent. Yeah, um, yeah. Most vendors, if they trust you, it depends. If you're going after business three agents in and you've got to compete, it's impossible to get. But if you've built a relationship with a client over one, two years, consistent contact and they trust you, then you will get vendor paid marketing. Yeah, yeah. Well, your whole model is conducive to producing the best possible price. And in many cases, I would imagine well above market because... An auction, as we know, there's no there's no limit. When you start the old the old school, you you've already set a limit. You're 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 fighting on the back foot right from the start. With auction, you're building momentum. You've got more buyers. You've got buyer competition, and and the sky's the limit. Yeah, and I think you know part of the scripts that we'd like to use with our customers is that hey, you know what? Rather than reduce your price by three hundred thousand dollars, because that's what agents ask you to do, yep. invest five thousand dollars in advertising and, and open up a bigger a bigger market. Yep. Yep. Agents will come in all the time and tell you to take half a million dollars or a million dollars off the price yeah. and haven't spent any money on advertising. We better have to go to the client and say, listen, rather than take a million dollars off, give me $20,000 to advertise your house and I'll plaster it all over the press. Yep, yep, take it to the world. Yeah, and if the agent is comfortable in that script then the, then the and the vendor trusts them, that will happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, look, I just wanted to connect with you. I heard what was going on. I, I didn't realise it's only been seven weeks. So uh, congratulations, mate. It's a, it's an awesome effort. Uh, let's keep in touch. Keep me posted with, with what's happening. I'd, l- I'd love to learn more. 
Yeah, no, it's a good system over here. And uh, as I said, we've got um, the Harcourts Beverly Hills. We're right in the heart of Rodeo Drive, which nice. is great. Yep. Uh, and we anticipate opening up Malibu, Calabasas pretty soon, within 12 months. And uh, probably in the next six months, by the time we contact, I'll probably have another 20 salespeople working for Harcourts. So we're growing nice. fast. Nice. The only you- in Melbourne is the football. Other than yeah. that, I'm good. <laughs> Go the Blues. Yeah, I'm a Carlton fanatic. But I know, anyway. I know. Um, and can you get a good coffee in Beverly Hills nowadays? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of, a place called Bluestone Cafe, an Australian-based group that's open up here. Okay. So they, have, uh, they have coffee and they sell Vegemite for the kids. So we've got coffee Please. and Vegemite up it. Okay. And, um, I have to get up at about two in the morning to watch the footy. And I've done that and that hasn't been too exciting. But anyway, I'm, I'm, you know, that's the only thing I'm missing. Other than that, real estate's pretty good here and Harcourt's a fantastic brand. Yeah, congratulations, mate. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Glenn. Yeah, thanks. We'll talk again maybe in a couple of months. What do you think? Yes, please. Yep, I'd love to do it again. Keep me posted. Um, we have a lot to do with uh, Mike and Irene Green. They're the ones that sort of have overseen it here with uh, Ben Brady. So, um, you okay. know, business fast. So we might have a few more offers for you to talk about later. Okay, love to. Right, love to. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Okay, this is my speech that I wrote on the plane all the way from Bali, and it's called The Switch. It's called Flick, Flick the Switch. Flick the Switch. I've always believed that if you live an ordinary life, you will have ordinary stories to tell. And who wants to be ordinary? Not me. I want to live an extraordinary life, and since I only get one, I might as well make it amazing. Something you have to do is change your altitude to change your attitude. I don't believe you should leave a place because you have somewhere better to go. I believe you should leave because there is no reason keeping you here. There is no reason to stay and that's why you should go. So how do you make your life extraordinary? Well, it's simple. It starts from absolute fulfillment of giving. The laws of reciprocity are give, once, give twice, give up to 10 times, and you'll get back once. It actually, it is actually what you do when no one else is looking that counts, not when the people are watching. To me, happiness is a choice, a mindset. It's a discipline, it's my choice to be happy. Stop worrying about what you don't have and worry about what you do have. You are not born average. Life is about energy and chance. Make the change now. Too poor? Get a better job. Too stupid? Go to university. Read some books. Too fat? Go to the gym. Whatever it is in life that's holding you back, it's actually your fault. Nobody else's. So stop the blame game. You can change that game anytime you like. That's what I want you to do. I want to be the best version of myself. The best I can be of myself. And it starts by being a people lover. I'm a people lover. It starts by me helping other people achieve their dreams. Ask yourself, what have you done today for somebody else? Who did you compliment today? It starts with you. Imagine if we were all born with a switch on our heads, a switch to be more loving, 
a switch to work harder, a switch to be more positive, a switch to be kind and energetic, a switch to give more, a switch to work on your dreams. Well, I'm asking you to flip the switch because you already have that switch. It's in your head. Not tomorrow, not next week. I want you to flip the switch now. To be honest, nobody else will flick it for you. I can tell you till I'm blue in the face, but you have to flick the switch. You have to dig deep, find the mental strength to flick the switch. You have to make sure that your dreams are scary, that they are so high that people will laugh at you. And as you get closer to your dreams, the haters will hate and the weak will be jealous, but you can rise above it. And when you get there to the top, remember the people that helped you get there. Remember the people that helped you achieve your ultimate success. Stay humble, stay kind. When you get there, stay honest. Do not risk your reputation and your good name for anyone. You only get one good name in life. Do not damage it. You only get one chance to make a first impression. One chance to be amazing. Make that chance now. And remember when you achieve all your success and you get to the top, I'll be there. I'll be waiting for you. Not in front of you, not behind you, by your side. You see, I believe that the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, I believe your eyes are the window to a person's soul. Don't judge me by my bank balance. Don't judge me by all the material things that I have in life. Judge me by, by my actions, by my relationship with my wife, by my friendships, by the respect of my children. That is how you judge a man or a woman's strength and character. That is how they should always be judged. You see, you have no idea how many rejections and how many setbacks you're about to get in the rest of your life. You are gonna get so many rejections. You know what? Tough it out. You just gotta get back up. And when you fail, just keep failing. And keep getting back up. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And do not give up. Because I will not judge you by how many times you fail. I will judge you by how many times you get up. By the ability for you to summon the strength from your mind to scratch and claw your way back from defeat. Do not let the haters win because the haters will come. And then when you become successful, greed and temptation will come. They will come knocking on your doors in many forms. And when they do, slam the door. Do not weaken to greed and temptation. It will destroy you. It destroys all people. Slam the door. Do not let greed and temptation into your life. You know, to be honest, you probably don't know your full potential. You don't really know. You need to find your talent. And when you find it, destroy it. Make it the best. I found mine. I only have one talent. It's a people lover. What is yours? 
What is your talent going to be? Don't look at the floor and tell me you can't do it. Look into my eyes and tell me that you can do it. Jules. I want to hear your amazing stories in life. I want to hear about the extraordinary life that you have led, about the lives that you have changed and the people that have loved you. Don't tell me ordinary stories. Life is too short for that. Ordinary, I can find that on any street corner. If I want ordinary stories, I can find that anywhere. I want extraordinary and I want it from you and I want it now. Because when you get to the end of your life, there is no room in your coffin for your money, for your possessions, for all the things that you've collected in life. There is no room. You will be remembered by how you make people feel. Not by your gener generosity of money, but by your generosity of spirit. Make that the legacy that you leave behind. People always say the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, right? I say, water your own lawn. Make your own grass greener. Improve yourself, push yourself to the edge, right to the very edge, and then jump off. Jump off without a parachute. And I'm so proud of what you've already achieved in life. But you are capable, you are capable, you are capable of so much more. You don't even realise it yet. So don't sit me down and tell me your ordinary stories. If I want ordinary stories, I can buy a book. Flick the switch. Flick the sit switch now. And tell me about your extraordinary stories. And if you do that, I'm all ears. Thank you very much. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.